I do have a couple of followers, actually, on Twitter that are asking me to explain myself in saying that High Code is probably the worst throwaway episode ever. They, they t- even though all of us gave it a unanimous... Oh, my God! Direct them like, to, the, to the episode of the podcast and be like, here, here's your explanation. What was Watch wrong it. with yeah. High Code? <laughs> to which I replied, oh, no, nothing yet. I'm What's trying good? to formulating my answer. But then um, another guy pops up with the popcorn. He's all like, yeah, right, let's see this. So I will answer. But in case anyone here wants to answer, like, uh, off episode. I'll explain myself on air. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain myself until, you know, until you get it. Um, uh, and my explanation will be, we have a two-hour episode of the podcast that explains everything. Go listen to that. I do some of my best surfing in the web. I thought you had somewhere else to be. Enzo Matrix, he changed more than I thought. What would Dot find where would she be? Think of her brother behaving in such a churlish manner. Call me Matrix. Hey, bits for brains! How many CPUs does it take to catch one sprite? These Guardian bootlickers want me deleted too. Well, blow me down! Does he have a smile? If he does, run very fast. Greetings and salivations, ex-humans, for another episode of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast. Brought to you by the only Lasercomb Productions. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I am joined by the one, the only, Christopher Siege. Howdy doody, folks. And alongside NeoCal and Christopher Siege, we have the mighty, the intellectual, the mysterious A.P. Sniddler. In the well-toned flesh. In the well-toned flesh. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. What is it now? Good afternoon, everybody. Is it the afternoon? It is whatever time it is when the listeners are listening. And good, that's right. good, good day, everybody. <laughs> I say good day. I say good day. So, today we're going over a an interesting episode. <laughs> you ever see that meme? Sorry. You ever see uh, that meme where it's uh, the picture of the otter holding a, a stuffy? And it's like, uh, and he's like, no, you will not take my uh, stuffed animal away. I said I say good day to you, sir. And the next picture is it like, and it's like uh, the oh. caption is I said no, good day. I said good day. <laughs> oh, I the really? the the blurry shot of him like yeah. snarling or trying Chomping. to bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so well, that's kind of how Matrix feels about Andrea. This episode. Yeah. Do not yeah, take my kind of. toy. Yeah. <laughs> he he tries to tell um a certain new character to the series uh good day and it does not work. In mm. fact, he says good day many times in an angrier <laughs> and angrier voice each time. Yes. And we're trying to figure out why today. <laughs> uh, because again. today we are reviewing the episode Return of the Crimson Binome. Oh, come on, join me. 
Perfectly in sync. Editor, sync that up. Yeah, that job's open if anyone wants it. I kid, I kid. I actually love editing. So, 15th of October, 1997 for this episode. Uh, 9th, 9th of April, 1998 in the UK. 28th of November in the U, 1998 in the US. Mm. So you got it a little bit later. Uh, it should be noted that this is the last episode that aired in the UK. Yep. Because the show was yeah. going in a more mature direction than the UK uh, partner was okay with yeah and i'm like how many times does he need to point and shoot a gun before <laughs> they pull the plug apparently this is it looking at what's on the before bbc they, uh, before they pull the trigger on it hey <laughs> <laughs> looking at looking at the kind of stuff that's on tv in britain kind of like a real anything goes network they have at bbc one two three four mm-hmm. and it's you're kind of looking at this. You're going, this is what they found too much. Anyway, well, what what is like, what is children's programming like in the UK, especially at this time? Because I can't think of a single British kids show off the top of my head. I, I don't know, man. I haven't seen anything since Puddle Lane. I mean, the first thing that popped into my head was in sectors, but I think that was French. I think it was. Yes, it was French. Was it French? Yeah. Oh. Excuse me. A CG no... fully CGI series that Another predates one. reboot. It was I've even heard of it. In oh, we we talked about doors. it. Yeah. We oh, talked right. about it very early on in the podcast. I think it was cute, but it was horrible. It was bad. <laughs> it was very bad. Yeah. That's how bad it was, Hong. <laughs> right. 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 It it it, oh, yeah. it kind of it kind of came out around the time of a bug's life. It looks reminiscent of yeah. a bug's life or ants or something. Yeah. No, it, it predates those by a couple oh, of really? years. Yeah, yeah, not not long. Because remember, a bug's life was after Toy Story, and I think Toy Story was 1995. Oh, oh yeah, that not... stuff was after Toy Story, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. British. Oh, Kids shows. Hello, Tubbies. Christopher, I don't give a shit about British kids shows. <laughs> well, well, someone has to, damn it. <laughs> and it's not going to be us. It's not going <laughs> to be me. Man, I really like the sky in this, um, like, desert. It's cool, right? Um, in this kind of, like, desert... Oh, here we go. Babar. System. Oh, Babar. Babar. Yeah. Oh, Babar. Okay, Babar was always one of those shows when I was younger. I was like, oh, sweet, a cartoon. And I'd start watching it and I'd be like, <laughs> this is freaking boring. This is so fucking boring. And I'd like change <laughs> yeah. the channel in five minutes. So yeah. if, if what about Babar was, was, like the, a... was the standard of the Rupert, yeah. was, the, was the standard of content for kids' shows in the UK in the 90s, it's no wonder this like blew their corn cob pipes out of their mouths. <laughs> well, well uh, Snidler heard what I was going to to mention, uh, Rupert. I, 
Is that UK? Yeah, it is UK. Um, I liked that. I liked I that. Um, was nice. I'm trying to remember what else there was. There is a massive Wikipedia article that is just a giant wall of text. What? Uh, uh, just relate, just uh, like former, like BBC, like kids shows. BBC kids shows. Captain Pengu. Wash. Was Pengu like French Canadian? Postman. It Pat? is, yeah. Postman Pat. Um, you know, you know, I'd never even heard of Pengu until I really? met my partner. Oh, really? For real? Yeah. Pengu. Pengu. Yeah, well, because like she Art says, attack. Newt Newt a lot, and I had no idea what that was. She she got me to watch some of it uh, a while back, and it is actually pretty entertaining. I remember it's my, interesting because he's was... depicted as a little shithead. Yeah, I know. Totally. Yeah, like yeah. he's yeah. he's a little shit. He's a brat. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a brat. Uh, I remember. I think it was my 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 father. Um, was talking about a time he went by a studio where they were recording the voices for Pingu. And it's an actual language used in theater. It's, uh, in fact, I think it was ripped off. I think it's just called Minion Talk now because it's what how it's how it was ripped off from. It's just what it's known as now. But that's what, basically what it was. It was an actual language. And I think it was like called Gamelot or Gamelo or something like that. What? And it was just huh. people sitting in front of a microphone just making like, like they're, they're making the emotional sounds. But they were going, you know, just like kind of conversation, but they're not real Amazing. words. It just sounds mm. like they're deep in thought. Anyways. Huh. So like fun fact, gibberish. I'm a lot. So gibberish. it's like, it's like rhubarb, rhubarb and walla walla. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also this uh, Wikipedia uh, list is fucking wrong because Babar is a Canadian series, apparently. Oh. Canadian slash French. Don't rely on Wikipedia, folks. It's just full of falsehoods. Well, as a Canadian, that show was fucking boring. <laughs> it was so fucking boring, man. <laughs> Babar was so boring. And I just I'd rather watch Rupert. I was like, where's the elephant? Why? Why are we learning everything that's not elephant related right now? So if anyone listening to or watching this out there is from the UK, and I know you aren't because I see the geographical data, <laughs> tell us about some British kids shows in the night. Unless, unless Gavin Blair is listening. Well, there's um, fucking Wallace and Gromit, which is like super famous, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That transcends like nationality even. Like the fucking world knows Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. They've had I tried to watch recent Wallace and Gromit, and it's kind of like they, they do it with CG yeah. now, right? Mm -hmm. Like a, using a, a 3D kind of like thing to make it look like claymation. Kind of like what they did with the Lego movie. Like it weird, yeah. like it, right. it's CG, but it like kind of looks like stop motion. It's meant to be blocky enough that it resembles the charm of stop motion Lego figures, but yeah. it's completely CG. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are practical cutting corners <laughs> effects in in it though, but it's mostly CG. Oh yeah, yeah. About? His dad, his dad at the end. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a live action bit at the end of oh. the Lego Movie. Anyway, this episode of that. reboot that oh, I right, that right. I didn't like. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot about the live action part at the end of the Lego movie. Yeah, and his dad was Will Ferrell. <laughs> and then you find out that like Taco Tuesday that they're talking about is like dinner that this kid's really excited about. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how his uh, sister like comes in and saves the day with their like Roblox monstrosities. Or sorry, Playmobot mobile. Playmobil yeah. monstrosities yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Mega blocks. Mega block. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Lois? They are not the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Anyways, yeah. Sniddler was talking about how, like, we're in Westeros here. The yes. sky looks really cool. Um, okay, and it starts with a cruise ship, like, coming into town. Yeah. And the whole time we've seen these episodes in the dock, we've seen Capacitor's ship docked, yep. by the way. The pirate ship docked. We should, yeah. We should um, recap. This This is a system that actually uh, has a portal to the net, which is what Andrea and Enzo have been looking for this entire time. And, port to uh, the net, controlled by the then, Guardians. Yeah. And the, our opening shot, we have a scene of the harbor... And there's uh, this ship that just comes in from wherever it came from, from the net. It, when it cuts to um, Capacitor, it starts his little theme music. Do, oh, yeah. do, 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 do. And then it freezes for a sec as he hides. Yeah. And apparently yeah. as, I just like, met my, police officer. my Apple Watch activity stand goal. Meanwhile, I've been sitting for the past like hour. You met hey. your stand goal, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that one out. So even though this is kind of like an Arabian Nights kind of like coast like coastal city, mm. there are like British like Bobby police hover cars. Yeah. They're very um Yeah, cuz we're they, still they, they look like French like gendarme like very uh French police officers. Okay. Kind well, of. Well, what I mean is the police um vehicle yeah, yeah, no, I saw the vehicle. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still in Arabian, uh, uh, Arabian Mos Eisley, yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and Gavin and Mister Christopher are like time to lay low in this um shady dive. And after Mister Christopher is like, hmm, maybe if we turn ourselves in, we could turn a profit because there's ten thousand oh, dollar like bounty on them. Wanted sign, yeah. wanted window, bid window. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, I don't think that's how it works, Mr. Christopher. <laughs> mm. I'd like to collect the bounty on these criminals. Oh, <laughs> here you are, sir. What's the bail? <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> I know uh, the bail, bail is set at 10,000 credits. Hey, as it happens. And here you are. Hey, look at that. <laughs> Uh, bail is weird to me it's basically like if you're rich you don't have to wait in jail for your trial that's what bail is have you guys have you guys seen the naked gun yes you're goddamn right not in a long time oh not like 15 goddamn years but yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. there's a there's a bit and i can't remember the specifics of it but like oh there's this bit where uh leslie nielsen goes to this guy and is like uh He's like, yeah, I'm looking for information. And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you. And he's like, "How would how's a 20 sound? And he's like, all right. 
And it just becomes this back and forth of the two of them, like handing the same $20 bill back to one another, back and forth, like exchanging. Maybe this will loosen your tongue. <laughs> exactly. Kind of comedy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that movie is amazing. Um, a lot of younger people might not have watched it. Hell, even we're kind of almost too old on for the, it. On Airplane. The cast, yeah. Airplane. Oh, yeah. Please, I please watch. Airplane. I love that movie. Almost a, uh, almost a like word for word remake of God. Zero Hour. Yeah. It's a I remake. Thought about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it is. Like they straight up, they use the same script, and like almost all of the lines are uh, for this movie Zero Hour from like the seventies. I forgot about that. My and, grandma told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, they use like the same script, and. It's just it's all that movie is all about delivery, yeah. The, the delivery, the the charisma of the actors, yeah, yeah. Man, what a fucking treasure! It it makes me kind of sad that there are like Zoomers who don't know who Leslie Nielsen is. Gen Z, yeah. But um, sometimes they surprise you. Like there are young people who like are like know like old movies and TV shows like better than Aren't... than I do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like I thought maybe <laughs> we were just the last remnants of the people that liked like the metal and the rock of like the eighties. But no. No. There's always gonna be fans of throughout the eras of that. Yeah. Like as long as like media of really any sort, like as long as it persists to some extent, like people are like people are going to keep discovering it. Like future generations are going to keep discovering Always. it, and inevitably, like someone will like it. Yeah, exactly. And there's hipster cred, right? Right, like you listen to Pink Floyd and Jimi Hendrix. You got that shit on vinyl. You can flex on your your Gen Z friends spinning their fucking uh, fidget spinners. Nobody does that anymore. What am I talking about? <laughs> people did that for like a week. Of... <laughs> yeah, that that was such a flash in the pan of a fact <laughs> for like a hot year. Like everybody, like they they were fucking in um McDonald's. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Happy meals. Like yeah. fucking grocery stores would have like little have like little containers of them at at the end of the till everywhere, man. Like yeah. clothing would... shops would have fidget spinners at the till. Yeah. I remember when the when that the fad cube. like quickly crashed and crashed and burned. Like it now there's like bags of them at Value Village. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's the, uh, there's like a the, bag of them. Yeah. Uh the the London drugs uh near where Glad I work I, right now. Glad um, I didn't invest in that. Uh they like when that fad like quickly like crashed and burned, the London drugs that had like completely stocked up on them was like literally selling them for like by the end, but for like five cents a piece. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Everything for must go. For for our international audience, London Drugs is a Western Canada chain of uh drugstores. It's, like, it's like Walgreens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walgreens or um um something else. I'm always so shocked whenever they have things that are cheaper than like other places. Yeah. London like, drugs by and large is quite expensive. Like Yeah. You That's walk why I'm there, always like shocked whenever like I'm like, whoa, like why is this on sale? Cool. Like you like 
you walk in there and walk into their like uh, electronics department and like I'll be flipping through the Blu-rays and it's like, oh, Inception on 4K Blu-ray for $58.99. Cool. In 2019. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? This was at Walmart for $7.99. <laughs> well, 4K Blu-ray, so like 20 oh, okay. bucks. Fair. I have this whole collection of 4K Blu-rays now that I can't play because I don't have a... Because um, I sold my Xbox One X, but I bought a Xbox Series S, which doesn't have a disk drive. Yeah. So I'm waiting until I upgrade to a Series X sometime down the road so I can okay. actually watch these 4K movies again. It could be our only chance to show a profit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't give up, my lad. We'll curb our losses yet. <laughs> now let's get into the cantina. Yeah, so for of all of the bars in across the net, uh, Captain Capacitor and Mr. Christopher waltz into the one that Andrenzo happened to be hanging out in. And they don't seem yeah. to notice all the gigantic like holes that have just been shot up into the yeah, building. Yeah, it seems odd. They seem so, to miss the firefight by like mere seconds. Maybe they were in there for a free drink. <laughs> so I no, am... they're in there to um to blend in with the crowd. <laughs> That's right. I am watching this oh episode on the Canadian streaming service Crave, and the official episode synopsis is: of all the bars in all the web, Captain Capacitor walks into the one where Matrix and Andrea are hiding out. With the help of web surfer Ray Tracer, they set sail for the edge of beyond. You'll never take me alive, you scurvy bounty hunting scum. Yep, Enzo yep. Uh, recognizes uh, Gavin Capacitor. Yeah, he says Capacitor, but well, for well, being afraid for uh, his life, um, um, Capacitor and Mr. Christopher run. And I'm like, hold up, like Enzo and Andrea are literally like just a few feet behind them. And then they engage in this like long ass like foot chase. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like Enzo and Andrea have long, like muscular legs. Now I can see Matrix not keeping up with them. The more you put on like muscle and like bulk, you're you're not fast man <laughs> but like andrea like she could fucking catch those guys in an instant look how small and like by no me <laughs> the, they, all, the they also after they ran they also stuck around for about 30 seconds to chat about who he was was it that long or was it like 10 it, it, it seemed like it it, it was kind of like oh they ran and i'm kind of like huh and it's like frisk it, I find do know them. them. And I'm like, you just saw them go out. Yeah. That's who they um, are. And because then of course Andrea's never met them, right? Yeah. Yeah. And for numerous reasons, one very obvious one, Gavin does not recognize Enzo. Why the fuck would he? I no. wouldn't think that's Enzo. <laughs> no. So would I. So we're we get at... a cut to the Alcatraz. Yeah. It's got like oh. a laser fence on the top instead of yeah. barbed wire. Kind of cool looking fortress. And a whole bunch of like binome guards are like escorting a criminal into the prison. 
the but exterior he stands... of the, the prison the exterior of the prison kind of reminds me of like uh like a golden like a kind of a futuristic version of like a fort out at sea like something you'd yeah. see in like the golden age of piracy F yeah fair like yeah. colonial days right like i i feel like that that's reminiscent of a wall I would have scaled in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And um, instead of a kangaroo court that Ray Tracer, because we just get to meet him, um, they bring him up to a, a fucking Wait, jukebox. Isn't that the Silver Surfer? Fucking jukebox. Same, same thing, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So this jukebox yeah. powers on, and uh, we get to hear his voice. Right, and right, um, right. he's got a like a crew cut. Is that the flat top one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got he's shaved parts of his head so that his goggles can go tight to his head, <laughs> which I find it's an interesting funny. design. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Hey, mate, can you spare me some change? What does he say oh, here? For energy drink. Got me a mighty thirst for an energy shake. And I'm like, is this? And he's like, is this? What is this? Like I don't even know. Looking, is I this love, a vending machine? I love that they're they're pushing his his board on a dolly. I didn't yeah, notice that. yeah, it's like locked up. And uh, one of them smacks yeah. him in the dick with the baton, <laughs> like right on it. And he doesn't even react. He's kind of like, huh? Yeah. And so, kid, chi child me watching this in the nineties, I immediately thought of Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. same because. I He's read got the same a shit. ton of comics in the 90s. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, uh-oh, what supreme being does this guy work for? <laughs> <laughs> who is he the herald of? Right. Uh, I'll tell you who he was voiced by, though, which is I yeah. thought was pretty interesting. He's voiced by Donald Gibson, the brother of uh, Mel Gibson. Mel. Yes. You may have heard of him. Please. Probably may, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Uh, and the, we, it he, turns he, out this, he had some troubles in the 2000s there. What do you mean, Christopher? Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean um, he directed Passion of the Christ, and then everything went well, and then just faded into comfortable obscurity of retirement. Yeah, and offended nobody yeah. and said nothing bad. Yeah. Uh, so where yes. are we at here? <laughs> oh, sorry. But anyway, so we we find Mel out Gibson the jukebox voices voices at Ray Tracer in uh, this show, which I didn't know until a few months ago, and it's a cool little piece of trivia. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. He's got. He's just bright with orange skin. So Andrea has orange skin. So I'm like, okay. So that means he's not. Um. He's not from a system because all the sprites we've seen from a system have they've been different here or there. But in my head, watching this, I'm like, oh, does that mean he's from somewhere else, like Andrea is? Or are the color schemes just supposed to be randomized, right? So I don't have an answer for that yet. Maybe they'll they'll well, explain that at some point. He does a lot of surfing, and he looks very tanned. I think that's just what they're going for. I think for. that's what they're just going like Andrea, for. Andrea, right? Andrea's got a surfer look, yeah. and she's, she's tanned, and... Yeah, they spend um, a lot of time in the sun. I like his design. The his chromatic cool. blue. It, it's cool. Yeah. yeah the surf, like like the, the wetsuit that he's kind of got built into yeah. him, his goggles. I, and it, yeah, it's like chromatic and yeah, ir he's iridescent. 
he he's chromatic. He's solid, um, uh, just like the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I kind of like his he... design more than the Silver Surfer. I know. Same. No, I, I agree. <laughs> and by the looks of it, I, I'm gonna guess that he himself is ray traced, judging by how reflective he is. Oh, uh, yeah, it, it's cool. Yeah, willing, willing to bet. <laughs> Yeah, he's well, got season some, three's like... picked up the ray tracing like crazy, right? The yeah. rendering for season three is amazing. He's got uh, some like black rubber on his shoulders. That yeah, little pauldron dope. thingies. Yeah, uh, the fingerless gloves kind of going. He's his, his cool. eye. His icon on his belt is the Motorola logo. Actually, according to the reboot wiki, because Motorola won a contest. What? What? Huh? Hold I up! Can't... They won a contest. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's find the um... insider information. Uh, it's is it like a, they won a contest, think... kind of like that rich girl in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory won the contest by yeah. having your dad buy like fifteen thousand <laughs> chocolate bars. <laughs> the the company won a contest for the product placement, so it's literally the Motorola logo. Apparently, it eventually changes to uh, just like a wave. Oh. Okay. Interesting. But cool. That makes sense, At least in this but... episode, it's the the Motorola logo. That's mm-hmm. weird. Like, why why would a company need to enter a contest? Like, hello, Moto. Wouldn't like like it's typically weird. product? Yeah, product placement. Like the company just pays them. Was the contest how much they could get paid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, look, you win. <laughs> you gave us in the silent bed. Uh, you offered the most amount of money. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, yeah. Like contracting. <laughs> uh, so we find out the jukebox is a fucking judge. Oh, it and, literally yeah. is a jukebox. That's hilarious. Yeah. And um, it's a one-man kangaroo court, apparently, because it's like, Ray Tracer, you have been found guilty of unauthorized system travel. You have been sentenced to death. By the Guardians. <laughs> you will be deleted at 0800. Have a nice day. <laughs> that's like a judge. That's like a unilateral like legal <clears throat> system in like an episode of Star Trek. The 60s Star Trek show. Yeah. That is, that's very yeah. original series. <laughs> Especially Christ. with the voice and everything. Um, I, I like Ray Tracer. As a kid, I didn't. I don't yeah, know why. Same. But as an adult, I, I do. I thought like he was cool he's, when I was he's a kid. Cheeky and he yeah. turns around and he's like, and that's a nice day right back at you. Yeah. Very, very Australian, doesn't give a fuck, just kind of like, you know, rolls with it. He's got a surfer dude attitude. Yeah, that's fair. fine. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair. That's fair fine. <laughs> Destination fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Destination fucked. <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought he was cool because he reminded me of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. there you go. And I like him even more now. And indeed, to get them, um, get him into a cell, um, they thwack his his surfboard. They, they thwack. Yeah. yeah, they thwack his <laughs> surfboard. He collapses, completely <laughs> unconscious. Guess the way his... they throw, he gets thrown into the cell. <laughs> he's he's like got like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> he's got like, he just bounces. <laughs> I love that. Like all four of them have a limb, and they just heave him off camera. Yeah. Just... It's just the way he lands is yeah. so perfect. Uh, Adam uh, yeah. again. 
<laughs> it's a comical uh, animation. You know what? Yeah, that that's worth watching. <laughs> Um, yeah. In the yeah. hallway leading up to it, the surfboard is about three feet too high than the storage containers. Oh, yeah. The model is actually way too big for the storage containers. So it's funny. They must have like shrunk the model for the, the surfboard before they threw it in the, the storage. Oh, containers. yeah. And in the, in the shot where they thwap him, um, the, the top of the surfboard is clipping through the ceiling. Uh, thwack. It's like three feet yeah. taller than the lockers. Yeah. They, yeah, they put it in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just noticed that. Yeah, because um, the lockers were a certain size, but uh, Ray Tracer is very tall, and he's he's a sprite, and his surfboard needs to be bigger than him. And um, yeah, it's like clipping. It's it's really big, so they must have shrunk it. But yeah, they just like fucking like a sack of potatoes whip his ass into the cell, <laughs> and he kind of like just. <laughs> like a dead fish just collapses. Yeah, he doesn't even like ragdoll or anything. He kind of just like his limbs like stay perfectly in place and he kind of just bounces over onto just the floor. Barely bounces, just smacks right into the. <laughs> so they're not nice. And uh, uh, the camera pans over and a bunch of pirate binomes. Yeah, it's Capacitor's crew and they're like, oh, it's not the captain. Then there's a chance we'll still be rescued. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we cut to um, like a chase scene through like the marketplace, the yeah. familiar marketplace we've seen. I'm like, where is everybody? Maybe it's after five. So, so we're in Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> he just punched out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's salt spray. Um, salt anybody? Spray. Yeah, anybody yeah, like listening? We live in like a university slash retirement like city, so like. There can be thousands and thousands of people. Oh, and sometimes um, cruise ships yeah. come in. Yeah. So downtown can go from like crawling with like it feels like ten thousand people. Yeah. And then as soon as you go out at like say eight p.m. on like a Wednesday evening, dead calm, and you, it feels like a Twilight Zone yeah. episode. Yeah. You're like, am I the last man on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> And then you go over, you go a couple That's of blocks great. over to uh, close to where I work, and yeah. crackheads are everywhere. And um, it becomes um, it's great. Uh, it becomes oh, yeah, um, yeah. Mad Max. Body, it becomes body snatchers because you're like, oh, there are That's people. Good. There they are. Hello, human <laughs> beings. I'm alive. And they turn. And they just go. And you're just and you're like, like oh Shit, god, I was wrong. They're they're like Hagendos. <laughs> <laughs> you have twenty five cents. Where do you keep go- your yogurt? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> I'm gonna briefly explain. Yeah, my, please, my, let's do my, it. My my work has a uh, is in a part of town that has Chris a lot. Work together, Christopher and I work together. Yeah, so where where we work uh, is in a part of downtown that uh, just like a block or two away has a uh, a lot of uh, drug addicts that hang out, and so a thing that uh, me being especially me being the frozen foods guy, uh, a thing we deal with a lot is them coming in and trying to steal Haagen Dazs. Yeah, it's, particularly, and I 
to be fair, if you're gonna it's, steal, it's usually Hagen Dazs or Ben and Jerry's. Well, go, go for the good. If stuff. you're gonna steal something and get chased out of the store and banned, why would you steal like the four liter like tub of no name brand, <laughs> like President's yeah. Choice, like <laughs> Neapolitan, right? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Fill your boots with Hagen Dazs. Yeah, do you, do you like Hagen Dazs or Ben and Jerry's more? Um, or is it hard to compare? Oh my god! Um, I've never had Ben and Jerry's. I know they have like a wide club. variety of very varying flavors, which I think gives them the leg up. But Hagen Dazs's quality Hagen-Dazs. is very high. Hagen Dazs has a much more diverse mix of flavors. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I thought Ben and Jerry's was like famous for having like I- crazy seasonal flavors well ben and jerry's has like they have like maybe 15 skews um in total but they rotate a lot of their flavors out whereas hagen does has just has straight up like 40 skews that they have all the time oh okay and i i and to be fair i have no uh horse in this race at all of ben and jerry's versus uh uh Haagen-Dazs, but i i have to order this product so i i see every day like what's available and yeah Haagen-Dazs has way more flavors as i get older i'm growing out of things that are like unhealthy by accident like i don't really eat just ice cream on its own like every once in a while i have like ice cream cake or ice cream if somebody's like having it at their birthday or something, right? But I don't just like buy and eat ice cream, mm. which is probably <laughs> better for me, right? Uh, I never really did until I started working with ice cream all the time. Fair. And then <laughs> then I started getting curious. <laughs> I don't buy or eat it a ton, but every now and then. I started getting a little uh, ice cream curious. Yep. Hello, I've got, ma'am. <laughs> I've, I've got the gut right here to prove it. I see nothing. <laughs> so the power, the power of the camera. Yeah, there, there's a chase scene where Capacitor and Mr. Broken. Christopher, <laughs> Mr. Christopher and uh, Capacitor come to a dead end. Yeah, and I, I like how um, Capacitor's like, "Oh, fine. I'll. I'm tired of running anymore. Anyway." I'll face them head to head. And I'm like, well, you didn't have a choice. You ran into a dead end. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes you got to psych yourself up. You got to act like you chose to to fight. And I'm like, really? You're going to fight these three? Like a, a giant, like man-eating dog. Like a, like a man that's made out of muscle. With like a fucking Terminator eye. And like yeah. Andrea. Like a, like a, a crazy, like assassin, like ocean assassin mermaid chick like i'm like i even if i had never seen the show my money is not on <laughs> those two little bus see, see i was gonna no. say a tough agile hot babe yeah also yeah and something reminiscent that uh uh that i remember sniddler liking was the first one to round the corner because frisk gets very fast is frisk yeah. and he lunges at capacitor and there's like a rock, paper, scissors, right? If you have one of these shitty little stun batons that put you in yeah. like a energon cube, yeah. all you need to do is tap something and yeah. it becomes immobilized. And he just holds it out in front. Frisket doesn't know how to maneuver around these things. No. And just he just freezes 
press place. Hellhound. Yeah. He is bad a glory dog. <laughs> Bad, bad dog. Bad dog. <laughs> and he's like, by the code, I know those teeth. Glory be. And I'm like, he does have a gold tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Frisket has not changed appearance whatsoever. No. No. The entirety of the show. Oh, besides being up-resed. His model being better looking than in the first season. And really, yeah. like, they've only, at this point, we speculated, been gone probably about a year in mainframe time. Un yeah, until until the show proves us otherwise, we've speculated, like, a year-ish. A year yeah, so, like, bizarre because, like, he's aged, like, ten yeah. Yeah. System so like, does that. yeah. So, so the, uh, like it's probably at most been like a year, maybe a year and a half since yeah. Gavin last saw like Dodd and Enzo and Frisket. So like, it's, oh, hey, it's hard to say how dog. much time traveled, um, before the show became like serialized and went like episode to episode. Yeah. In, especially in the first season when like, well, it would just be a non determined amount of time would pass. Well, e well, yeah. And, uh, so Enzo had a birthday in True. in season one. So and he never had another one. So know, that gives us a rough idea. So season one to season two was we can speculate was probably about two years. Season or one to short, season two, just short of two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's been they've been game hopping for about another year. So Matrix calls uh, Capacitor Gavin. Wait. And Capacitor's like, how doth ye know me true name? And it's like, bro, you, you told everybody like super freely. Like, he <laughs> loves talking about himself. <laughs> and he's like, I'm Matrix. Enzo Matrix. Dot's brother. It's Matrix like, now. Not, not little Enzo. Yeah. Ooh, I'd be shocked too. I'd be like, holy fuck, people, you hit you like a ton of bread. <laughs> yeah, hang on a second, yeah. <laughs> now, I know well, you've been juicing, boy. Well, Give me the drugs. Well, blow <laughs> me down. Give me the drugs. How yeah. many bowls of Wheaties have you ye been eating, son? <laughs> fuck. Breakfast uh... of champions. Yeah, and uh, Enzo explains that, like, game hopping, so they compiled up faster, and... Uh, Andrea introduces herself because uh, Gavin's like, and who, who, who is this be? How did I walk past you? He hubba, kisses hubba. her hand and takes off his hat, and he's like, like wow. uh, Matrix has great taste and exquisite taste, exquisite. Lady. Yeah. yeah, and Which, uh, yes, and uh, yeah, so Enzo like gives them the rundown of like what happened and that they yeah. they uh, need they need access to the ship because they need to travel through the web to get to find Bob and to get back to mainframe. Yeah, he's like, well, if he's in the web, like Bob's a, a goner, and Enzo is. It's funny how much faith pops up in this show. He's absolutely convinced that Bob would have found a way to survive in the web. Yeah. And from what we've seen in the web, it's like a Cthulian, like nightmarish, like space hellscape. Yeah. 
very and from what yeah. we've seen of Bob, he, <laughs> the man's got a lot of heart. Uh-huh. Give him that, uh-huh. but he's not that capable. Uh-huh. And he did not go into the web with glitch. See, he's which is kind of the special weapon. His uh, his ace so, in the sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. So Matrix is uh, like blind uh, belief that Bob must be alive. Kind of just feels like childish hero worship in a way. Y- yeah, but yeah. But oh well, whatever. We know yeah. Bob's alive. Yeah. I we hope. Know. At this point, we're hoping he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember my first time watching this, going like, "No, I don't think so, man. I think we're just, I think we're looking for nothing." Wouldn't it be like a fucking like blow to kids to just be like, "No, no, (laughs) he's fucking he he died like moments after getting shot to the web." Like, what do you expect? uh, Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not that heartless, (laughs) luckily. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. Um, oh, there we in are this, in this scene where Enzo and um, because remember he's um, Enzo's like the way he looks at his past and the future is reaffirmed now because he's like we've been game hopping and he turns to Andrea and he says I have no regrets and there's an effect where it blows Andrea's hair that I've never seen before and I'm like that's really well done. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know why I noticed this. Yeah, around uh, he says no regrets, and he looks at uh, Andrea, and her hair is like, like moving. And is this the part? Or am I? Maybe I'm yeah, getting her. Confused. Her but, hair kind of moves <laughs> like it, it kind of has a mind of its own almost. Because like maybe I'm getting ahead, be... ahead of myself. There's a scene in the episode where her hair. Oh no, it is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Also, Cal, you got quieter for some reason. Yeah, what happened? I got more quiet. Oh, maybe I hit a balancer or something. Uh-oh. Am I more quiet now? Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. You're, you're back. Must have hit something on my headset. You went into a tunnel, man. You went into a tunnel. I did. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they quickly find out that the... Sorry, you're cutting out. I'm going into a tunnel. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Some OG yeah, I, cell phone joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me now? To be, to be. Uh oh. I. Hello? I hit the thing again. The oh thing. no! Not hitting the thing, uh, man. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh, to be oh, fair, no. cell phones oh, won't no. work in tunnels really now, oh, no. anyway. <laughs> uh, funny that actually didn't come through. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a good thing, but <laughs> I guess uh, uh, Discord's like noise cancellation shit. Uh, yeah, they're cuts good it, at that. Cuts it out. I'm surprised at how good the um, CRISPR or whatever it's called, CRISP, CRISP, yeah, CRISP. Um, the noise okay. cancellation is, yeah. Yeah. Well, when we were recording too much Energon last night, I ended up replacing the the audio in the video version with the audio that our chatbot was recording. Because the the chatbot, my mic was picking up the the uh, 
upstairs people's air conditioner. Right. And it came through on the video version, but uh, the the chat bot, which uses like just records Discord audio like separately, um, it its noise cancellation shit actually like didn't didn't pick up the air con- the hum of the air conditioner. So I went with that. Good. So yeah. Cool. So yeah. Cr- noise cancellation in Discord works great. So the. Uh... So Matrix, Andrea, I like how Mr. Christopher always has this like little tablet with him. This like little Palm Pilot thing. Um, And uh, what was I going to say? Oh, they're like, oh, well, how can we get my my crew out of the prison? We can't do anything without me crew. And Andrea's like, yeah, but they didn't have a secret weapon. They're like, what secret weapon you have? This is so easy. Yeah. It's no, no, it's not. (laughs) The camera zooms in down low from like Matrix, and he's like, me. And I'm like, (laughs) you, you're badass. I I kind of like that, honestly. It it, it was cool, but like when you go back and think about it, you're just kind of like, wait, what? It's very much like 80s slash 90s, like. I love hero Matrix. tough guy shit. I thought I wasn't gonna like him. I once we reached the season, no, I he I love him. <laughs> I like um, him too in general, but not in this episode. Which we'll, which we'll get into, into in a moment because it comes up quick. Uh one thing I find interesting, he's like, Oh, what's the secret like weapon? It's Matrix. Frisket and Andrea are forces of nature themselves. Yep. Like yeah. they are very dangerous. All three of them, I would pit those three against any other three mm. and win. Like even including like if you put like um like megabyte, hexadecimal, and I don't know, the fucking web creature <laughs> um against these three, my money's still on these. What three. about what about it's close though. Oh shit. This, this is nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> so what about Enzo, Andrea, and Frisket? Uh-huh. Versus Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Hollywood Hogan. The NWO, brother. Wow. Um <laughs> No weapons? Wow. Is it hard no, we- no weapons. No weapons. Okay, so no gun and none of um Andrea's like venom claws. No, chairs, no letters. Well, no weapons, but the NWO, it undoubtedly will like bring shit into it. That good point. <laughs> That's a good point. I think they would still. I think. I what think they'll do is they'll throw one still... of them. They'll throw one of them into the ref and accidentally knock him out. Yeah. And then one, the other one will hand them a chair. Right. They'll beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the whole thing ends with like, like the entire like locker room like clearing out, people throwing garbage into the ring. Hollywood Hogan is like spray painting NWL onto Matrix's back. <laughs> Yeah, that's a story, right? Uh, Listeners, if you can't tell by my shirt, I like pro wrestling. (laughs) Spray paints and wow, that's yeah, that would happen. And what a revenge arc, too, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'd love to see that feud. I'd love to see that. (laughs) I can't even think of who would play Matrix. Uh, You know what? If I had more time, I could, I could probably 
find somebody perfect, but right now is let's, let's pose that question for... to the listeners. There you go. Who, um, who would what... play a live action Matrix? <laughs> yeah, no, specifically in a wrestling context. There yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can, I can think of a few people, but uh, so yeah, their secret weapon is Matrix, and as we find out, that just means he has a gun. <laughs> because yeah. uh, no, he uses his barbaric strength one time in here. So I kind of like the layout of this prison and like the walkway cool. with like the lasers. Like yeah. it, I get a good feel for it. Um, I really like the Andrea like seducing the guards scene. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was kind of a classic. Yeah, I, I I was watching it and I'm like, I'm like, fuck, you know what? This would work on me. Yeah, and. <laughs> What a work on me. I'm like, I, I don't like that. <laughs> um, so she leans in, and they're all the, um, like you said, kind of like French, like police officers with the. Yeah, but they but they got southern accents and weird voices. It's, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah this is um, area. And she's like, "Excuse me, can you help me find my dog?" And she help like bends over. And they all like yeah. freeze in place with their mouth agape, and they're like, uh. <laughs> and they're the kind of like boss of them who has a thicker middle section to make him look like he's fat. Yeah, he's got jowls or something. <laughs> he's like, sorry, man, this is we're on about area. The, again with the jowls. Find <laughs> them jowls again with the jowls again. God, yeah, the, damn it again and, with the jowls. And Andre even like puts her arms behind her back to like push her chest forward, and she's like, "But my doggy, he's missing." <laughs> and I'm like, "This lady is not helpless, you idiot!" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like, well, I, I haven't seen a dog lately, but I, I mean, I guess I, 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 guess mean, I could know, go I guess in. I guess yeah. I could look, sure. But the, yeah, the boss is kind of all like, uh, I don't know about this. And she's all like, oh, never mind. There he is. And she turns her back to the camera and like bends over. I didn't catch this the first time. And, and they all staring. stare at her ass. Yeah. She's like wearing like tight, like like snakeskin yoga pants, I guess you could say. She's got scales. Yeah. Got scales yeah. Mermaid, mermaid leggings. Oddly yeah. enough, it's doing it for me, yeah. but you know. And in fact, that. they all kind of like <laughs> kek, like cant their head what down. And kind of like stare. Yeah. And then Frisket jumps in and he causes chaos. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so he takes down the three main, the goons. And she does something really cool. She throws one of her starfish. But instead of taking out one of the guards, she like destroys some of the computer. Yeah, the surveillance system. I and think. I'm confused because what she should have done was taken out the alarm. Because yeah. who cares about the surveillance system going offline if the alarm goes off? You've all played like um, Siphon Filter, not Siphon yeah, Filter. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Man. Solid games like that, yeah. where you got to stop someone from getting the alarm. I think she failed. That's a thing in um, uh, the more recent Assassin's Creed games too. Like you'll you'll get like a little icon that uh, of like an alarm bell that'll appear toward or uh, above like a certain guard's head, and you'll hear him yell, "I'll go sound the alarm!" And you have like a few seconds to like take him out before he does. Before he rings a fucking bell or or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so she failed. She failed her Assassin's Creed uh, quest here because they have like a uh, like a high school in the like a high school like fire alarm go off here. Yeah, I was listening. Like, what is that? It's just that standard kind of like metallic like bell that yeah. was like installed in every building from like 1950 to now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only cool. recently did we install that metallic fire alarm and install like modern like fire alarm system. When I was a teenager, uh, I lived in a, a place on my own. It was a, uh, a youth subsidized housing. It's oh. basically for bad kids who like weren't in fo- like foster care system, which I wasn't part of, but um, uh, primarily it was like foster care didn't really work for them because like they were too old or whatever. Cause it was yeah. for kid. It was for kids like six, like 16, 16 to 18, 16 to 19. Oh, 19. Yeah. Um, so I lived I it. Those. Uh, I lived in there for, I think maybe a year, a year and a half, when I was like eighteen, seventeen to eighteen. Right. Um, and uh, so you have an entire building, apartment building, full of delinquent teenagers. You what bet you your ass, <laughs> someone was pulling that fucking fire alarm in the middle of the night oh. at least once a week. Oh no doubt. You gotta. I hate that. It, it when got I was to a, a teenager, point where I felt so much more adult than everyone my age. It, it very quickly got to a point for me where I like stopped bothering to go outside and wait for the fire department. And that's how Christopher died. That <laughs> we're all dead. And y- you are too. Uh, and, and, and now that you've seen this video... This podcast you will, you, you will die. You yourself will die in five days unless you forward this uh, YouTube <laughs> URL to five of your friends. But who was phone, Christopher? Who was phone? <laughs> These podcasts were created 25 years ago. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, by you, by we, you. We trace, we we trace the call. The podcast is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Actually, quite literally. <laughs> so the alarm goes off, which was according to plan. Maybe that's the signal. Yeah, that's the signal. So yes, it was according to plan. That was it. What's and, the signal? Uh, I don't know, but you'll know it when you see you'll it. You'll know it when you see it. So his gun is very multifunctional because I don't remember it ever firing like a plasma shot, a slow moving plasma shot that explodes like eight foot thick eight stone foot walls. Thick walls, yeah. Yeah. That's well, like I've said before, his gun is basically Judge Dredd's lawgiver. It's yeah. got multi, it's multifunctional. Yeah. So these useless little like one binomes chase after Frisket and Andrea. And I'm like, what are you guys going to do? They weren't even holding those little batons. (laughs) They will capture them with the the power of law enforcement. (laughs) So Frisket throws a gate at them and like wombo combos all of them in one fell swoop. They all combo. Yeah, Wango okay. tangos. 
And she tells Frisket to go to the docks and help free the ship. And Frisket whines in protest, and she's like, no, no, go on, I'll meet you there. Get out of here. Um, and I'm like, why, why doesn't she just go, go too? What's her business left here? Weird. I guess he's yeah. faster, and he can, they can split, split up. I, I don't know. And again, the same shtick happens multiple times in this episode, where Capacitor with Enzo is now running through, and he's like, "My men must be in here." And he tries an access panel, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's, it's locked, and I need the access codes." And Matrix is like, "My turn. I've got your code right here." And he shoots the the panel, and that yes, kind of like fast. makes the. Yeah, it makes yeah. the it open a little bit, and then yeah. he like fucking brute force rips it open, and he's like, "Come on, put heave, lad, heave, yeah. <laughs> heave, put your back into it, man." Um, yeah. so 1930s police officers with Tom Tommy guns are shooting at Andrea outside. <laughs> yeah, the the guns are on the outside of the. The vehicles actually, but just the like the the sound of it reminds me of like Tommy guns. Yeah, and I'm like, the ones on the ground didn't even have like a baton, and they were chasing her without any weapons. But the ones flying are shooting to kill. Strange, because later on they go give up or we'll delete you. Yeah. The I don't know. And then they she gets away, and they they do that again and again and again this episode. They say, give up, or we'll shoot you after they've, like, responded with violence every time. <laughs> yeah. it's like, maybe... Let's go and do it again and again and again and again. And again. <laughs> How many CPUs does it take to catch one spray? It's for and the, the vehicles, the hover police, look at each other. They look at each other. The vehicles. Yeah, the vehicles do. And yeah, then they, they so charge funny. at her and, and shoot. Yeah. And then she uh, they don't uses even think. trident. No. She uses her trident to pole vault over the wall and escape. Which, you know, that's handy. All right, so we get to the famous meeting point between um, Enzo, the, the oh, crew, and... I, I knew there was something in the Andrea thing that I wanted to, oh. to mention. Go ahead. She yells out to them, hey, bits for brains. Yeah. Right. Which, oh, maybe well, obviously... No, yeah, no, it it made me <laughs> chuckle earlier. I know, I liked it too. <laughs> I like that. Um, uh, capacitors crew are all in one cell, even though there's like five empty cells all around. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Oh, who be this lad?" And capacitor acting like he had recognized him all along. He's like, "Don't tell me you forgot the young Matrix boy." <laughs> well, the if uh the TV show Black Sails has taught me anything. It's that a pirate captain always needs to seem smarter, stronger, and tougher than his crew. More capable, more wily. Yeah. Otherwise, they will lose confidence in him and elect a new captain. Elect, yes. That's what mutiny is. (laughs) The democratic election of a new... No, no, pirates (laughs) would actually, like, at, at, like, they would essentially, like, support Oh, they, they would essentially, to, yeah, uh, yeah, to be the the captain. Yeah, they would choose their a crew would choose their own captain. Yeah, yeah, got to be capable, folks. Yeah, also, you got to be tough. You got to be wiser. 
If you anyone listening to or watching this uh, likes Black yeah. Sails, mention it in the I comments. I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Because I love that I'm show. I'm going to have to. If you don't, yeah. don't like it, mention it in the comments. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> we get comments. And then I will make fun of so, you. So, again, <laughs> again, uh, no, Matrix no. solves everything by shooting it. Everybody wins. He shoots the um, the cell, the, the, the bars. Yeah, where capacitors crew is, and like, like it's made out of Legos, the bars as if they're all one giant piece just fall forward. Hey, Mongo and I'm is like, here. Yeah, 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 she's in there. <laughs> the bars fall forward. I'm like, couldn't they have just pushed that over, or did Enzo loosen it with with his shot? Magic of uh, as they're running out, Mongo's I... like, "You kind of cute. You cute." And I As... love this. This reminds me of younger Enzo. He kind of goes, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That reminds um, me of young Enzo. As, as That's a very young Enzo face. As they're leaving, uh, Ray Tracer is like, hey, let me out. And I just noticed that I don't know why this didn't occur to me when I was watching this earlier, but I'm just noticing it now. He is still laying on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still laying face down. No, so th this up. is why. Because when up. they're going after their pirate weapons that are in the lockup lockers, right? They jostle one of the lockers yeah. where uh, Ray Tracer's board is, and that makes oh, um, and that wakes him up. That makes Ray Tracer kind of like sparkle, like shimmy, shimmer. That's oh, the word okay. I'm looking for. It, a little bit, and he wakes up. His board is his life force, basically. Like it's that's it's him. They are so yeah, he just symbiotically linked. Yeah, it's a glitch. Okay. This guardian bootlickers want me deleted too. That made me laugh. <laughs> I would, see, every time and, I go, every time I attempt an Australian accent, it just goes Cockney. I, I can I do. Just, I can do it okay. I, I can't do it well enough. Um, it's the, the trick is to be subtle, subtle, unless put another shrimp on the bobby. Which is that's actually kind of better than most how most people do it, um, but yeah, that's there are varying levels of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but for some reason, I I have no idea why Enzo's like I have no use for you, and yeah. right now that's okay. That kind of fits in line yeah. with him. But if it didn't get worse, I'd have nothing to say about it. But it yeah. does. It's worse it, and it, worse and worse. Before he even has a reason to be jealous. Yeah. He's even that's the part that bugs me. Yeah. All he, of us. He, he is an asshole uh right out like right out of the gate to Ray Tracer for absolutely no reason. And Ray Tracer's nice the whole time. Yeah. Later on, when he starts flirting with Andrea, okay, then you could be angsty. Yeah. No, when me. they first meet, I I don't get that that hostility, especially when he can be of use and indeed he, <laughs> he becomes yeah. useful. And think about it this way. So from Ray's perspective, so this guy like that you meet is a fucking asshole to you. Like right from And then the you meet his girlfriend. And then you meet his hot girlfriend. Who's nice. Who's nice. Like are you gonna feel bad about like being flirty with her like right in front of this prick? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, good no. point. Yeah. Good point. And as far as he can tell, 
he's just an asshole. So he doesn't see what Andrea sees like in him. Yeah. And to be fair, yeah. like Andrea and them are like like middle school like sweethearts. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's never like dated around. They've never had the opportunity. They've been game hopping or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's like I mean, she's like very loyal and everything, but uh, but we're but her. we're in college now and hanging out at the campus pub and uh right. Right? I just can't do long distance, <laughs> you know. So. Can't do long distance. Yeah. I'm from a game we haven't seen in a few years. You're from mainframe. You're a sprite. I'm not technically real. I get it. Yeah. He's got orange skin. <laughs> I've got orange skin. <laughs> he's got more of a swimmer's bod. We're the same. You know. He's got a he's got a flying board. You know. He can. He's not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen what like unknowable, like all powerful entity that he's the steward of, but. I'm sure he's cool too. <laughs> uh, I have I haven't met uh, Unicron yet. <laughs> he he hasn't he hasn't uh, br- summoned Unicron to mainframe as of yet. So not yet. Yeah. Oh, I there... guess Galvatron would be Unicron's steward. He, he, yeah. he is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but in my head canon here now, Ray Tracer is the herald of Unicron. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, it's canon. It's yeah. canon, folks. It's laser comb cannon. cannon. Um, so Capacitor calls him out on it, and I kind of like agree. I'm like, <sighs> Matrix has been like a hard ass, but he hasn't been an asshole for no reason on the show. Yeah. Like, he, he helps. They go system to system, and they genuinely help for no reason, but that they're good people. Yeah. Well, so for I him mentioned... to just... I mentioned uh, before, like the last story, the previous like four episode arc, they were essentially doing like an Incredible Hulk or like Quantum Leap type thing where they yeah. were going to like a new system. Ziggy says Sol- we can't leap until we help the people of the system. Yeah, exactly. Like sol- solving their problems and then moving on. Yeah. And helping the people along the way. The littlest hobo. Yeah, yeah. Uh- <laughs> the littlest hobo. <laughs> that's, that's a... Uh, a- that's even more of a blast from the past than this show. Yeah. I used I used to love that shit when I was little. Oh yeah. Really? Really? Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. It's a show from like the late seventies. But it's it was still on in reruns. Me, it, it was still on in reruns back in like nineteen ninety nineteen ninety, nineteen eighty nine, nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. On, I watched like, the reruns. TV. Uh, well, my Grammy used to, I've mentioned it. Uh, my Grammy used to record a lot of things yeah, and on VHS. And then I would watch them. Um, who the British, whose line is it anyway? Um, Kung Fu. Um, Kung Fu. The legend continues. That's awesome. The legend continues. Oh, with the cop as his son. (laughs) That one was, I watched that too. I'm not going to lie. I watched that. Yeah. That was on like 93, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I watched that. Yeah. Um, I'm. No, I'm also not gonna lie. Scott Bakula as Captain Jonathan Archer. I think he deserves <laughs> a place at the table amongst the the finest Starfleet captains. There you go. Come at me, Star Trek fans. Uh, it's the actor who. Uh, yeah. Plays the yeah. Quantum Leap character. <laughs> yeah. Scott Bakula starred in Quantum Leap, and then in 2001, for four seasons, he played. Captain I didn't Archer understand the hate. And. <laughs> Enterprise. I actually I like was, Enterprise. I thought it was a good premise. Yeah. 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 Um, Agreed. 
So what do we? But what do we got going on here, man? So fucking, I watched so much got... Quantum Leap. Oh, sorry. Yeah, capacitors like, hey, in order for you to jump systems, you've got to save that that surfer. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there was one episode of uh, Quantum Leap where he like leapt into like the body of a chimp. No. What? Anyways, I haven't seen a ton of Quantum Leap. Like I've seen I, it. I like, haven't seen oh. that one. Only if you want like, to watch Bacula um, in drag a lot because he jumped. He jumps into oh, yeah. like, the bodies of women. Yeah, That's yeah. a show for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, okay. What was it? Ziggy was like the super time no, paradox no, like, supercomputer that like um, the hologram that would follow him around would like yeah. communicate with. Yeah. Mm. No one else could see him. Yeah. Well, no, Ziggy was the computer. Hal or Al was oh, the hologram right. that he would talk to. I remember that. Yeah. yeah I don't know why I remember Ziggy. this shit. <laughs> That plot structure is actually like the like the A team did that too. Come to think of it, that was very common in TV. That's a common back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting though. No one else could see or hear Hal. Was it no. wasn't it the dude that um played um uh Columbo? No, maybe I'm way off on that mark. No, no, it wasn't. I forgot the guy's Similar name. Similar vibe, but Columbo. different different actor. Yeah. yeah. If you have a problem and you need help. And and no one else can help. And if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A team. Also, that A team movie from 2010, not bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I was okay with it. It wasn't wasn't fantastic, but it wasn't terrible. Yep. It was as good as I expected it to be. It's everything I expected and less. I would have watched. I would have wa- watched a sequel to that. Yeah, probably would have been better too. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, Matrix shoots and frees Ray Tracer, and he's like, "Thanks, mate." Anytime I can, and he's like, "Save it." He's just kind of like, and he looks back. He's kind of like, "Yeah." He looks back what? and quirks an eyebrow. What did I like, do, you dick. Okay, I'm just gonna dick keep horn. quiet then. Yeah. All the pirates are getting their weapons back, and again, um, Ray Tracer Jimmy's like the locker, and he's like, "Hey, Matrix, one more shot over here," and he like over here, he's weird, aggro with him, and he like points the yeah. gun right at Ray Tracer. I'm like, Enzo, yeah, why are you being like, like a weird dick? You're like kind of got. And then at the last moment, he like moves and shoots the locker. Lock. I, I like that Captain Capacitor is like this to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's just like, okay, he's being very don't judgmental. Be a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, you're pirates, but they're non lethal pirates. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, this, like, I, I just, I don't understand why Enzo is being so, like, such a prick. It's forced. To Ray. It's forced. It, it's very, and I, I don't It doesn't I, I feel don't like the it. character. Well, it it feels from, forced. Yeah. So he went from sentimental, like, hey, nice to see you. Glad to. You know, see Gavin. Maybe we he's can been gruff, but he's never just been outright and then hostile. I, it and was. Rude. It just went right to like, I hate you. I'm gonna threaten to shoot you. I don't he's like pulled you his or gun out on the fucking face. Yeah, this guy reminds me of Bob. Mm. Points mm. his gun at him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it's a little in character, but usually he comes around. Yeah, and I don't understand what he's done wrong. 
Like, well, how this nothing. guy could have pissed him off. He doesn't even wrong. remind him of anybody bad either. He's just. He's like, if you want my advice, what does he say? Head straight for the edge of beyond. Yeah, they'll never catch you there. Yeah. I yeah, told you like, he was useless, was but that's where they end up going. It, so, like, yeah, <laughs> that's the opposite of useless matrix. It, it's it's contrived conflict. That's all it is. It, it is. It's, it, it feels it, unnatural and it's jarring. And it really hurts the episode for me. It does. It, it's unnecessary. If that hostility started after he found out Ray Tracer saves Andrea and, and they kind of flirt or whatever, and he picked up the hostility, it'd be like, okay, that's on the realistic end at least. But we've yeah. never seen him like viciously, aggressively, assholishly, like, hos- like shitty like Matrix-ly. that with anyone. Matrixly, Enzoli. It's just, yeah. I like how there are scientists on the dock for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. You guys catch that? <laughs> I yeah. did, yeah. And Frisket chases the scientists in lab coats away. And I'm like, what were these nerds doing working at the dock? I don't know if you guys have ever worked at a dock. Those aren't the dudes <laughs> that hang out at docks. Maybe they were studying a capacitor ship. It kind of felt like, yeah, with like energy chains. Yeah. Right? Like what? They hear a a dog snarling at them, and and one just kind of reacts and goes, What was that? What was that? And then, yeah. And then, um, that's it. That's it. So we we get some hover CPUs of the system, like chasing Ray Tracer through the town, and he's just playing with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, surrender or be deleted, which they threaten like five times in the episode. You'd think they'd learn. Because they never surrender. <laughs> never give up. <laughs> never give up. Never surrender. That movie's great. Galaxy Quest? Galaxy Quest. Will yep. fight, Fantastic movie. I will fight people that say that movie's not good. Who says that movie is not good? It's regarded as a it's regarded as a classic at this point. I've met one person who said that that was actually really bad, and I'm like, "What? Excuse me? Yeah, what movie were you watching?" (laughs) (laughs) I listen to a lot of pod movie podcasts hosted by like actual professional movie like film critics, and uh, yeah, trust me, Galaxy Quest is a very well regarded movie. As it should be. Also, uh, obviously, like very loosely. Oh, well, I know I it was. Of... Its reception wasn't very well regarded at first. Like its box office wasn't high. wasn't very high. Yeah, but everyone not. loved it in hindsight. Like after the fact. Yeah, oh, I, I I watched it for the first time in, in theaters. Um, it was good. It was awesome. Uh, um, fight! Fight! I mean. Fight Club didn't do very well at the box office, and there you it, go. it yeah. developed very oh, quickly. Classics. Developed a cult following, yeah. And if like hell, not even a cult following. The movie's a friggin' household name. Like you say, Fight Club to Blade anyone, Runner, and they're familiar with it. Yeah, Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade, Blade Runner did too. terribly. John Carpenter's The Thing flopped because it oh, opened like yeah. Actually, it and Blade Runner 
and I think E.T. all opened on the same weekend. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> E.T. got was... all the attention. It did, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Blade Runner and The Thing both flopped. <laughs> um, we've mentioned this, or at least Christopher and I have, like, Jesus, last year around the same time. Because, what was it? It was like, to go back in time <laughs> to that fucking yeah, weekend. Yeah. Well, what yeah. a time to watch movies. Mm-hmm. Man, the thing would have like fucking like it. I mean, the first time I watched it, it like, like, rocked my socks. But like, can you imagine watching that in theater? Oh, Holy cow, oh man! God. <laughs> been fucking oh, bananas. Man. Especially if you've you've never seen like a lot of the um like practical effects horror. Yeah. Right. You walked in and you were like, "Did they find a real alien for this movie?" <laughs> Like it's still to this day, it it holds up. It's one of my favorite um, movies. My my stepmom was talking about how she went to see Aliens when it first uh, came oh out. Oh my god, the, the second nice. one, and she it's like she loved it, but like for about a week and a half after, she would have fucking nightmares of things coming at her. Oh fuck! Like what's happening? Scary shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So yeah, the practical effects, like those. Uh, yeah. When I was young and um. You, that pe- part where they're like, "What the hell? They're in the room, man! They're in the room!" And the radar is like, "Boo, boo, 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 boo!" And they go up into the the ceiling with the flashlight. Yeah, and yeah. You yeah. Them all like, like they're clustering like, together. Oh, yeah, that! And just like holy shit! Like ten feet away. <laughs> yeah. And they oh, fall, and just the, the sounds of the uh, the rifles. When I was, uh, I caught. Uh, when I was little, uh, I I was six when Terminator Two came out, and I saw it like right away as soon as it came out on VHS. Loved the movie, watched it all throughout my childhood, well into adulthood. Never got to see it. Never got to see it in theaters. No. But a few years ago, for one day only, they they completely re restored remastered it in 4K and post converted it to 3D. Now I don't really like 3D films very much. But they were re releasing Terminator 2 on the big screen for one night only in three a new like mastering of it in 3d it back i think this was in like 2017 or 2018 mm-hmm. right. and so i went and saw it so i got to once <sighs> in my life see t2 on the big screen oh amazing it was great cool um i've got i got to see blade runner director's Ooh, cut nice um nice in the final theater cut. one time yeah it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many people who think that movie is boring. Which oh, I, I don't mean, think it's boring. I, I I like slower, suspenseful things. Yeah, if you got the well, right story, it's it's yeah. It's um, I've heard the same is, about twenty forty nine. Yeah, they're both like extremely compelling films. They're they're both very like slow paced and kind yeah. of subtle. I love both of them. I love yeah. both of them. I like the first one more, but I do I do really like the second one as well. Controversial opinion, um, and I've had people like flip out and be like, "You're just wrong." Funny how like somebody's <laughs> opinion can be wrong, but I I like twenty forty nine more. Interesting. I think it's a more. Well, con- I can go into reasons why, yeah. but um, um, if people like actually want to debate me, but no, I just have people go, "Well, that's just flat out wrong." There's like so many reasons why, and I'm like. If you pull your head out of your ass and the 
pull the nostalgia stick deep out of there <laughs> and you compare them side by side uh i can i can analytically tell you why it's it's a your it's a sub film. your subjective opinion is objectively wrong man yep i, I get that all the time <laughs> but i i like it more um i feel like um the the character portrayal of emotion is handled way better than it is in the original mm -hmm. um there's a lot of problematic shit with rachel in the first one there is yeah um which i cannot unsee in any cut of it <laughs> right um mm -hmm. and like the most interesting characters in um any blade runner movie are the um are of course like the the androids right um i find most uh, sci-fi with androids the most interesting characters are the androids um but <sighs> everybody loves commander data <laughs> i mean but and don't get me wrong i love harrison ford he doesn't really lend anything to decker he's a very plain gruff detective like i'm retired damn it kind of thing yeah, the yeah. best parts are where it's up close and he's having conversations but outside of that the supporting cast steals the the show by far well, uh, harrison, in my opinion harrison ford generally especially uh like post star wars like it becomes very obvious when he's not all that interested in the movie that he's in and i kind of get that vibe from blade runner i was kind of you're the only that... other human that i've ever thought that that i've ever met that that thinks the same wow <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually amazed that he even came back for 2049 i think he's better in 2049 than he is, he is. He is in yeah. blade runner yeah anyway and um any anyway that's our blade runner podcast folks <laughs> That's our '80s movies podcast, folks. Where are we? We're at the docks, right? <laughs> well, the pirates. Kind, kind of. Are we there? Yeah. Yep, Scientists we there. ran off. Um, the pirates like destroy the weird computers that were holding the uh, energy chains in place. Enzo's like, "Hey, Frisket, where's Andrea?" And there's like sad Enzo music as they like look out into the city. Yeah, I've kind of lost where we are now. Fifteen thirty, <laughs> about fifteen thirty, and um, and Mister Christopher is like, "Sir, look!" And he whips out um. So they're they being called? chased by the Titanic. Um. Yeah. He he looks out and he sees the SS Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I chuckled at. <laughs> and what's the other ship? The other ship is. It it does say something, but I can't see on the this shot yet. And the um, guns. Mr. Andrew, get those engines online. And I'm like, I do not remember those giant guns on the um what's this ship called again? Saucy Mare. The Sau I don't remember oh, yeah, having yeah. gigantic cannons. Yeah. I thought I, it had old school um like actual cannons, not like, like sci-fi rifles. Yeah. 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 I don't remember it having like sci-fi like Well maybe when yeah, um, rail guns. 
Maybe when uh, uh, Guardians okay. restricted everything, because they 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 mentioned that they're early on in the episode that they're fugitives from the Guardians. There's a bounty on their head. They so maybe they installed, yeah, they installed these giant ass they... cannons to defend themselves. Real cannons, yeah. Yeah. A nuclear equipped walking battle tank. <laughs> <gasps> Uh, yeah, so we get Andrea running through the uh, shoot the, the radome nights, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's surrounded. And again, they say y- you're surrounded. Um, I find the animation of her because she's running toward the camera, and she like stops and does this whoa <laughs> slide. <laughs> yeah. It's hard running in heels, man. Uh, I wouldn't know. And <laughs> I mean, what it, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't well, know at all. Well, I I have like fairly, even for a male, I have quite fairly large feet. So even let's like say, even if I wanted to wear heels, it would be very difficult for me to acquire heels that big. <laughs> it's possible, my dude. It oh, I know possible. it's possible. But in order to go out of your way and break the bank just for heels. Not exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. No, 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 no. If anyone's um, curious, I have size 13 feet. And which skinny is, chicken legs, so he looks like a well, cartoon and indeed, character. No. <laughs> and indeed, my, I'm only 5 foot 10 in stature, so my feet are disproportionately large to I'm the rest of me. 13 wide? And like mm-hmm. 11 and a half, like long, like 13 wide. You know how there's like W oh, yeah, sizes? Yeah. I hate that, man. No Shoes never f- fit me. I, uh, I, I do that struggle because when I, when I was younger, because um, I've had size 13 feet since I was 12 years old. And when I was right. younger, uh, it was very uncommon to find shoes above size 12 in stores. It's only been within the past like 15 years or so that it's been mm. pretty easy to find like bigger sizes. Right. So I feel so, your pain. It's It's been so weird. It wasn't until I was an adult where I was like, oh, wait, I'm not like 13 length because my toes don't go to the end. It's like 13 wide. So I'm like 11 or 12 size, but then 13 what got like big ass fucking hobbit feet, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of uh, uh, big asses, uh, Andrea runs into a wall and goes to face off against the police. I use that as a segue because uh, uh, her butt actually looks pretty good. So props yeah. to the, uh, the the character designers. <laughs> Which is weird because they usually don't um, give people much of a butt in the show. No. But... Uh, Andrea's looks great. Well, yeah. there you go. A lovely damsel. <laughs> Outnumbered. <laughs> definitely in distress. <laughs> and it just stops. And Again, just... surrender or be deleted. <laughs> you say that like five times in the show, and it's like, yeah, no. you were just shooting at her. Why would you be shooting at her and then you stop? It doesn't make any sense. I like Ray Tracer's like, moves where he just like dips off yeah. of his board. He just and then dies. lands on it. Yeah. yeah. Scoops her up and off they go. That the board severs the fronts of the guns. Looks to me like you could use a lift. Yeah. 
And uh, she's like, I take it that's your your favorite pickup line. And he's like, yep, without a doubt. <laughs> I, 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 I like that dialogue. Like, that's good writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I just realized his goggles, it's not just his goggles. Like, they're kind of in his head. Yeah, I know. They're like a cybernetic they're implant. They're like goes hollow. All the way around. I mean, they look hollow. Cool. Yeah, it's like Pretty. an implant. Cool. Loud me to introduce myself. I'm yawning a lot, guys. I'm sorry. I'm. Um, oh, it it happens to me too. It's, it I don't know if it's an allergy thing or what did it not is. Sleep well last night. Um. So he's like, "Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Ray." And he does this motion as if he's pushing up his glasses, yeah, but nothing moves. But nothing, nothing moves. <laughs> Because his goggles are like firmly like locked against his eyes, and I'm like, what did he? He just pushed his like glasses like up his the bridge of his nose, but nothing was there. Oh, uh, there was a ray tracer action figure. Yeah, I saw Which that. There was. I I I think I might acquire that one because yeah. I'm do, I'm gonna say it now. Ray tracer, new favorite character on the show. I I, I dig him. I like, like him again. <laughs> I barely remember any of him from when I was a kid, but I'm, he, he's great in this. He Here's, okay. You know the term like character assassination? When like the yeah. writers like make a character go way out of his way or whatever. I feel yeah. like they went out of their way to make Enzo like this huge douche and make Ray Tracer super likable. Yeah. And I don't yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I like that Ray Trace is likable, but like, he's not acting like Enzo would actually act, which bothers no. me. Mm -hmm. The police are still after them. And I'm like, what are these mooks doing? <laughs> Surrender or be deleted. Wow. Tough like, choice. Again, the fifth time they've said <laughs> that. And it's just like, they've chosen, well, they've chosen when they broke into the prison. Yeah. Also, just cutting off the barrel of guns stop that gun from working. I can understand it can stop the slide, uh, right? But people think, use sawed-off shotguns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, it doesn't really do anything. You see that no. in films all the time. Now, yeah. remember when Mouse sliced off um, Data and... Nully. Nully's um, guns. Oh, that kind um, of makes sense. Modem, modem sorry. and... Uh, and uh, Fax, modem, and data nully. That's right, that's right. Fax, modem, and data nully. Fucking I love it. I wasn't even there for that episode, folks. If <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Um, in that case, yes, it would absolutely... Because, exactly, they, the they've slide, got a weapon that slides. Be, yeah, yeah, functional. Ray um, says so he's writing... Blow up in your hand. Gross. Ray, Ray says he's riding the next uh, wave out of here and asks Andrea if uh, she cares to join him. And she's like, sorry, but I've got some friends waiting for me. And she kind of like moves her eyes to the side at Doc 66 going my way. And he's like, for you, anything. Great accent, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like a mobster. From the... <laughs> for, you, for you, anything. Anything. Uh, hey, we've got a wise guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? I'm gonna try to like merge like like a, a typical mobster accent with like an Australian accent and see how you that. Just, you just did. It was. Pretty I kind of just did. Yeah. 
<laughs> Look out, we got a wise guy over here. It doesn't work. It sounds bad. It's, uh, weird. it's merging two worlds, man. I don't like it. So the I'm other better. Shit. I'm better with my German accent, damn it. There you go. You'll get your time. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> the Germans will get their time. <laughs> uh, so the other ships has has FFG-39. Yeah. What is what is that? Sorry that's guys, some, I'm going That's some that's some Greek action right there. That's some Greek action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got the Reboot wiki open. Uh, oh, okay. An homage to the USS Doyle and Oliver Hazard Perry class frigate. And indeed, these are Reboot frigates. They look way more advanced than Capacitor's ship. Holy moly. Like, the difference of a hundred years, right? Like, uh, Yeah. Apparently the crew, at the time, were fans of Reboot. Oh. So, so that, that's where the reference comes in, is because the crew of this ship, of the USS Doyle, were, uh, were all fans of Reboot. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Oh, uh, and apparently the ship is still in service. Oh, cool. I will be I am still here. I'm just quickly stepping aside. How dare you, good sir? <laughs> uh All right, so where are we here? Where are we? We're We're here. Uh we're we're back at the dock and uh Ray Tracer and Andrea like zip on into frame and because uh, they uh, the the uh, capacitor was giving the orders to like prepare to leave and Enzo is like no we're not leaving Andrea and gunners prepare to fire and then uh, Tracer and Andrea like zip on in just so in the nick of time the head gunman. Um, is a, a one binome with like one eye and he lifts his, eye, his patch eye patch up <laughs> to talk to capacitor before like flipping it back down and I'm like yeah. what, what are I you doing that's, man that's just funny yeah I just noticed that yep and here they come Andre and Ray and, uh, and immediately Enzo's narrows his eyes he doesn't yeah. like that one bit new no. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she she's like nice uh, to see you too. <laughs> yeah, she's like if it wasn't for uh, for Ray here, I wouldn't have gotten back. We and met. Just like, We've met. Yeah. Uh, what about fucking fucking guy? Yeah. I wish there was more Aussie. He, he slang, isn't slang he, thrown in there. He he isn't all like, hey, thanks for saving my girlfriend. I'm sorry yeah. I'm such a dick to you. Well, he's kind of doubling down now. Yeah. He was a dick before, and so now, like, save face, he's sticking to that, I guess. Again, I think it's just character assassination. Hmm. I don't think that's accurate to the character. I think they purposely wrote him abrasive to contrast um, and introduce Ray to the, the series. Yeah. No likey. No likey. No. Um, yeah, there's a quick, there, there's a brief, like, at-sea battle, they, the ships, like, that the, 
saucy mare and like the titanic and the uss doyle all like are all firing yep and they take out the uh what is it is it the titanic or the uss doyle doesn't matter they take out the ships they take out <laughs> um <laughs> they they take out one of them they take out the or both of them i i don't remember they take them out I but it's they, interesting i think um, they only Enzo's take out barking. one but they they it's suffer the a bit of damage yeah what? they do they do yeah they yeah. take out the cameron SS Cameron. It's interesting that Enzo's like giving them orders too. I totally thought you said cameraman at first. And I was like, yeah. wait, what? Do 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 <laughs> um yeah, Enzo's like barking orders too. Like he's like capacitors number one or something like that. Because he's like, gunners, fire at will. I and thought he was number seven. <laughs> I mean he is. <laughs> Or is he number one? There you go. He found out that in that episode that he was number one. He's number one. Yeah. Number yeah. one. <laughs> Fire number one. <laughs> and indeed, his gun, like, he's shooting at the ships with his fucking gun. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Powerful weapon. Well, Ray and Andrea have little pirate pistols. And they're, they seem to be. Right pretty effective with them so well yeah there's like a big fight cpus fly down to try to like intercept <clears throat> them and stuff like that but yeah, yeah they get away and like christopher said though the some of the sails are damaged and like the ship's smoking from one side so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they took some, some damage. damage yeah yeah and like yeah, so they're in space now, but they, so they haven't. They haven't when they left speed the up, they jump through the port, yeah. right to the net yeah. after taking out the SS Cameron. Um, oh, I just noticed a small little ship ejects out of the SS Cameron when they take it down. But Weird. Capacitor says he's like, without the portal generator, we can't escape this system. So they they haven't even left the system yet, even though they're in no. Space I think now. he meant the system that they just landed in. Mm. That that's Correct. how I interpreted it. Yeah. Yeah. But sure. yeah, they're in space with like the like vaporwave, like three D <laughs> like three D cubes. Cubes and spheres and Are there any triangles? Cones and cones, I think. <laughs> to make the to make the EA logo. <laughs> the EA logo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was definitely your 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 baby on, on that one. <laughs> Hey, I'm poking fun at myself here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like I like the pirates, man. Yeah. And Enzo just keeps glaring. His eye goes red, and he's just being this like huge shitlord to uh, Ray. Ray. Yeah. Yeah, being a jealous douche. I thought you were supposed to be somewhere else. And he's like, "Well, everybody's got to be somewhere, mate." And I like it here. That's a great mm -hmm. line. It's like, yeah. it's like the greatest, like, ah, uh, who cares line. Yeah. Anyway, so to quickly wrap this up, yeah. uh, they they don't have a way of uh, getting to the uh, to the web, and Ray is like, well, I can generate a portal, and they're like, and oh, oh, Andrea has okay. to. Enzo walks away and Andreo's like, hey, can you please help us get to the web? And he's like, for you, little lady, anything. Something like that. 
And she's like, yeah, see, I told you he was useful. Yeah, he's totally not was... just sticking around because of me. <laughs> I mean, if it works, why not, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that, that episode ends That's on it. that That's note. It. Huh, pleasant chap. Does he ever smile? And uh, Andrea's like, if he does, <laughs> run very fast. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I can't picture him smiling. Oh, except the awkward smile when, like, like, Mungus. What, what's her fucking name? Mondo? M- Mongo. <laughs> Mongo. Mon- yeah. Princess Mongo Princess kind of like says he's cute. Yeah. There it is. I... And he's like, I, I guess that's him smiling. And that's yeah. it, folks. Yeah, that that's the episode. That well, that's was, a rude uh, how do you do? Return of the Crimson by Gnome. I thought the episode was fair dinkum. Yes. Definitely dinkum, all right. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you agree. Uh, ratings time? Oh, it's ratings time. It's ratings season. Ratings time. Yep. Dunzos. Ratings of the show. So, here on... One with Alpha the wind, defenders of creation. <laughs> wow. Riders of the storm. It's, gonna like it's an actual song. <laughs> it's a real song, he assures us. <laughs> it's, a song yeah. by Hammer- it's by Hammerfall. Huh. Um, I think you showed your CD <laughs> earlier. Was that? Yeah. No, different band. But, hey, I'll point it out. This is Ailstorm's oh, right. Live at Ail the Storm. End of the World CD-DVD combo. It looks kind of cool. It's Great pretty up. good. The yeah. uh, uh, the DVD portion, it's just a, a concert. And I've seen them live a couple of times now myself. Yeah. But um, even traveled to another country once to see it, to see them. Uh, but the DVD, uh, over the end credits, uh, it actually has recipes for drinks and cocktails. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah. Neat. Ailstorm, great band. Been listening to them since 2008. So, Sniddler, Christopher Siege. Here on Alphanumeric, we have the Alphanumeric rating system, where each of us individually rate it on a four-point scale, the episode, uh, from, starting from the bottom to the top. That was bad. Very bad. Or, this is bad. Very bad. To, I don't think so. To, that was easy enough. And finally, alphanumeric. So the the na- the the titles of each rating should give you an idea of where they are. Um, mm. Extremely bad, <laughs> uh, not great, okay, terrific. Um, I'm gonna start with Sniddler myself. Christopher? Yeah. Sniddler. See what uh, you get that. I'm going to give this one a that was easy enough. Uh, okay. Not an alphanumeric. Not, not an alphanumeric, no. Um, <laughs> I, I, I figured it was easy enough to get through. I mean, it was a good episode, but it wasn't one, the most memorable one for me. Even though I do love the Crimson Binome, I love anything with, with, with the pirates in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think um, it didn't bother me as as 
didn't bother me all that much, but it did kind of kill the episode. Just purely off of uh, Enzo not knowing how to work well with another guy. Um, yeah, very clearly intimidated for no real reason. And again, if it had been like, as 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 uh, as you pointed out, uh, Cal, um, if it had been like after he saw him hitting on his girlfriend, then that would have been a little that would have been passable. But I just don't understand why he was such a dick to him in the prison. He's yeah. never been like that with anyone no, the entire show. Yeah, I mean he's been a little hard hearted here and there, but like yeah. he's never he's never just looked at someone and said. I'm going to hate on that guy for no reason. I hate this guy for the rest of my life, no matter what. I'm going to point my gun at him. Yeah. He usually is like hostile and then things dissolve and he comes around. But like, eh, he's a dick. Yeah. He's a dick. Uh, It would get, uh, Mm -hmm. so it gets a, um, sorry, what was your rating? That was easy enough. That was easy enough. Uh, it gets, uh, see, there's a lot of filler of just people running around, but like, I really like Andrea's scene where she goes into the, like the, the HQ of the, the yeah. prison, yeah. um, with Frisket, uh, all of Frisket scenes are great, including the throwback to capacitor, like just boinking him on the nose and freezing him. Right. The ketchup yeah. doesn't waste any time. Oh, you're Enzo? Yeah, we must have aged throughout the games. Well, blow me down. That was quick. It was good. Good good reunion. Boom, bust these guys out of prison. Strongman Enzo, everything. Him jarringly being an asshole, I've already talked about. Doesn't fit character assassination. But even if he wasn't an asshole, um, it, it would have gotten an easy enough. But because that's so jarringly distracting from the episode, it gets a... I don't think so. For me. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I don't like... It's very close between I don't think so and that was easy enough. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I'm going with that was easy enough just because of how good Ray Tracer is on the show his yeah. lines he doesn't need to talk too much but all of his little scenes are you know he's a little bit of a show-off he's a little bit of a charmer you yeah. know he he's not a dick even when he's treated like one no right and uh it gets it gets that was easy enough because of of how well they did uh ray tracer um i wish they had made the crimson binome and his crew a little bit cooler maybe their time to shine will will come but we will have to see wait and see we shall see uh siege uh what is your alphanumeric rating for this episode the return of the crimson binome so this episode is very much a like structurally is a token like heist or jailbreak story and Which they could kind have of, done it better. Well, I think it, it that aspect of it is actually done fairly well. Oh, you you do, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought I, it was interesting. I wanted it to be more of the episode, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought I found that aspect of it pretty interesting. Like I liked the jailbreak and the subsequent escape. 
unfortunately i found the actual like chase sequences like weirdly kind of that was boring yeah. It was boring, man. It lent nothing. And it took up way too much of the episode. Yeah, there there like you mentioned, there was too much uh scene too many scenes of people just running around. Yeah. Um so many scenes of police chasing them saying Surrender, um, or, surrender be or be deleted. Yeah. After five yeah. times you're like, they're not gonna delete me. Yeah. Uh I really like Ray Tracer as a character mm. so far. I think he's great. I, I like his dialogue. I like his the dynamic between him and Andrea. Honestly, I want to see them hook up. Um, you monster. Maybe Dare you. Know, maybe she doesn't leave Enzo per se, but like they they go they take a break and her There's and, an understanding. Her 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 and uh uh Ray Tracer like uh uh go for a spin on the the surfboard if you know what I mean. Okay, I I in a different universe, I'm <laughs> right there with you on that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, why not? Hey, she's never been with a, anyone else, you know? You gotta... Yeah, you gotta, you know, live a little. Yeah, you gotta live a little. Yeah. You're still young. I, I'm, I'm liking your... your <laughs> I'm liking this canon more. <laughs> um, uh, it's exciting to see... It's, we it's were on exci- a break! <laughs> it's exciting to see uh, Capacitor back. Uh, yes, uh, about, yeah. I've always liked him, and uh, the guy who does the voice of him, who is sadly no longer alive, um, is great. Rip in peace. Uh, Long John Baldry, I think was his name. He's a musician. Hmm. Um, his name is Long John. Yeah, I'm sure that was his stage name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We've talked about it a lot already, but Enzo just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole uh, really, really takes away. Yeah, it really drags everything in the episode down. And in an episode that already has like a lot of boring J sequences. It's another unnecessary addition. It's another uh, it's another tick in the uh, cons section of the the pros and cons so as i said i i like ray a lot but as we discovered on recently on our podcast about shadow raiders war planets mm, which we all loved yeah yes. which we all loved having great characters having great characters doesn't necessarily make an episode of something great no. Therefore, this episode is getting a I don't think so. Wow. From me. And I think this might be the first time since High Code that I've dished that out. Oh, really? Wow. So not even a this is bad, this is very bad. You're giving it an I don't think so. I'm giving it an I don't think so. Oh, yeah, it's not atrocious. <laughs> no, it's not atrocious. It is kind of bearable. It, it's an I don't think so for me. It's not It's not a high code. I don't think so. In fact, if there is ever a, another spectacularly bad episode of Reboot, I'm going We're to gonna call it high, high code. code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the alphanumeric scale, uh, there's a hidden zero marker that's high code. 
<laughs> that's that's just high code, yeah. Much like yeah. on too much energon recently, I busted out the no energon rating, which uh, the hidden bottom tier. Yeah. So yeah, really didn't like that. Yeah. Which reminds me, um, there, uh, Snidler was saying off air that someone, th some people on Twitter have uh, been querying mm. about. Uh, why we what what our reasons are for having such disdain for high code as an episode? Yeah, Snidler, do you want to do you want to take that away? Yeah, sure. Why don't I like high code? Because nothing happens. Nothing happens in high code. You learn that old man Pearson is a code. Was a Jedi? We oh, sorry. Still we still don't know. <laughs> What that is, we don't know why it's important, and it's the only episode in which anyone gives a boom about Old Man Pearson. It, you know, th there's that little Mexican standoff in mainframe between him and Lens the Destroyer? I don't know. Between the thing where they have the hats and Bug the Gibson... Bugman Bug Man the Code, yeah. Man, the code Thrasher. And, War, and... War Planet um, prototype thing yeah alpha build alpha <laughs> build for king cryos yeah exactly that's that's that that's basically what it is um it'd be kind and, of amazing and... if that's actually the model that they used <laughs> <laughs> but but so they so we find out that old man pearson is an ex code master so what do they do do they give him a a place in the principal office? Do they give him some authority? Do they honor him in any way, shape, or form? No, they we don't hear about them. him anymore. They smash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you forgot they... the part where he rebuilds his lightsaber. Yes, he rebuilt the lightsaber, and then he breaks it over his knee. <laughs> and and you have a bunch of like really ridiculous dialogue between Bob and Dot. And you have a bit where, like, Bob's glitch is just... Bob is truly incompetent in this episode, and... I forgot about all that part. Oh my yeah. god! Like, that's not even what the episode's about, and it's basically just time filler. I forgot then, about that side and then, Yeah. And then, and then the game. The game. Why? The game, man. The game didn't do anything. The game, the game was it was probably the most boring game ever. It was a Western game. I like Western. They went into the game, rebooted, got yeah. on a train, and then it ended after the train went around a loop. That's it. <laughs> that was it. That was the it. The train moves like ten miles, and then the game's over. And oh, and you beat the user by poking his bow tie. No, you have to tear it <laughs> off. And... Oh, do you have to pull it? I don't. Yeah, you have to pull it off him. And so. What and, I'm gonna say and how Bob how Bob lassoes the smokestack of the locomotive and across it fucking Superman Batman and he just freaking Batman's all the way across to land on the coal or whatever and he jumps in through the window, yanks the thing, Enzo's down there like another damsel in distress, because he's not supposed to be in games, don't you know? So Right. So what happens? What happens oh, yeah. in Enzo's high code? In, Enzo's in the game? Yeah. He's in the game. He's not supposed to be. He was supposed he's to... He's doing nothing. He was supposed to lose the game on purpose. 
to get rid of the Codemaster. Right. So no one but really Enzo knows. But was in it, so he couldn't lose on. He was supposed to help the user win. And he was. Oh, he was willing to sacrifice himself to get rid of the code blaster. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Math blaster. So, what a shitty thing to sacrifice yourself for. So, what I'm going and to then, say and then is. He, he stretches out. Hmm? What I'm going to say here is. Oh, I forgot! Uh, he extends his limbs and, like, goes Slenderman <laughs> to fight Pearson. <laughs> Holy shit, that episode is bad. It's like why? Sorry, what were you gonna say, Christopher? Christopher? Yeah, go ahead. What I what I'm gonna say is, if you want to know why, uh, particularly me and Cal Mm. hate that episode so much, there is a you're in luck two hour podcast (laughs) of this very show Mm. where we go over it at great length. So season two, check that out. Season listen, two, episode two of Alpha Listen to that. Listen to yes. that and find out why we hate high code. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also a Sniddler cut where you can hear a live commentary. You don't see the show, but you just hear me ripping it apart as I watch it. Live commentary, yeah, yeah the Sniddler cut. The Sniddler cut. There's another one coming soon for uh, where no sprite has gone before. And none of us knew that the others also hated that episode yeah. going in. So yeah, we were all yeah. like, oh, we have things to say. And it's like, oh, really? Oh, we're all very much <laughs> on the man. same page. Yeah, yeah. In sync on this. Damn. Out of everything, out of everything Christopher and I said, it was our lack of train knowledge. Yeah. Not us shitting on anything <laughs> of the episode <laughs> yeah. that was called out from a fan. <laughs> and I'm like, go away, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh, you know, you God. know who you are. I, 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 I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah. a, I'm going to say it on air. Don't try to, don't hold me back, Christopher. I don't give a fuck about trains. <laughs> what? <laughs> NWO. Come get some. <laughs> oh, oh Turn heel. Uh, I was trying to pull a Bret Hart and spell out WCW. <laughs> oh, you were countering with WCW? Well, uh, Bret Hart, uh, after uh, the fame, infamous Montreal screw job happened, uh, uh, Bret Hart, um, like after it happened, Bret Hart was like, well, fuck this. And he, on live on WWF pay per view, he sp- initials the, he spells out WCW in the air on camera. And then, indeed, he jumped ship to WCW. Right. Yeah. And and you know what? Fuck yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's Fucked. great. Yeah. <laughs> what, one, of the, one of the great moments in wrestling history. Anyway, yeah. we're, we're running out of time here, so let's start uh, wrapping this up. Uh, Thanks Cal. for listening to our WWE podcast. Get Sorry. the F out. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, it... <laughs> where can people find us, Cal? You can find us multiple places. You can find us on Facebook at um, uh, Lasercomb. That's kind of um, our hub for Lasercomb podcasts. Yeah, uh, there, are five now. there are five. Lasercomb.com uh, slash um, laser. Is it Lasercomb by itself? L A Z O R C O M B. Boom. Yeah. 
Facebook.com slash lasercomb. Um, and you can post reboot memes or like whatever you want there. You can find our War Planet stuff. It's all it's all mixed up there. Uh, you can find us also at alphanumeric uh, pod.ca. Alphanumericpodcast.ca. Podcast. I always mix those two up because of the email. Uh, yeah. The email <laughs> um, is alphanumericpodcast.com. Uh, or you can email us if you want to be private at alphanumericpod at outlook.com. Yeah, for all those private messages that you've always wanted to send us. If, uh, slide you into that, our DMs. Slide into our DMs on um, the, the, the bird version of Facebook, Twitter. Mm. Um, the bird uh, version of Facebook. <laughs> the bird version of Facebook. Yeah, you can find I'm tweeting uh, that right now. <laughs> please do. Uh, you can find Christopher Siege at Lasercomb. Uh, well, spelled the same, the same way. way. Yeah. Uh, you can find. Uh, oh, sorry. Somebody suspicious walking outside my window. Oh. Um, you can find the Sniddler at. A P S N I D L E R. Yeah. On Twitter as well. And me, um, I made the mistake of putting an underscore in my name. Oh, three syllables for one. An underscore oh, in 2021? Uh, no, I'm a peasant. Uh, Neo underscore Cal. Cal with a K at Twitter. You should have, you should have, you, you should have been a pro and gone like Neo Cal 696969. Or the real Neo Cal. Yeah. <laughs> Actual Christopher Siege. <laughs> Actual Christopher Siege. It's my Facebook um, URL. Yeah, and uh, I know we have a too much energy on one. Do we just have an alphanumeric Twitter? No. 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 I can only manage okay. so many social media accounts, okay? What do you take me for? <laughs> if either one of you want to set up an alphanumeric Twitter feed, by all means. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll think about it. I'll talk about it. Um, Sniddler understands the the Twitterverse and the TikTokverse much more than me. Sort of. I post selfies and like pictures of like ducks. Oh, yeah. so I got, you can be my 16th follower. <laughs> you wanna... Your sweet 16. Yeah, my sweet 16. I'll remember you forever. <laughs> All right. You can also find me on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com slash Christopher Siege, S-I-E-G-E. And I have some other podcasts. I do a podcast called Cartoons at Night, where me and a rotating series of guest hosts talk about cartoons aimed at an older audience. Uh, there's a new episode of that launching tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow, uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, talking about Stan Lee's Stripperella. And it is I can't wait guest, to watch that. It is guest hosted by the one and only Lady Glitch, who was on this podcast a few weeks ago. So check that mm -hmm. out. Um <laughs> I also have another podcast called Based On, uh, where me and my partner talk about film adaptations of books and compare the two with one another. First episode is first two episodes of that are out now. First one is about Fight Club. Second one's about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Nice. Um, typing in Based On's kind of kind of yields a lot of results. So the best advice I can give is to just type laser comb into your podcast provider, L A Z O R space C O M B. And every show that I produce will come up. Yeah. Including this one and the podcast that me and Cal talk, do this, but talk about Beast Wars. Too much energy. Yeah.
we're up to episode 42 on that now that is... and with no end in sight that uh, if I I actually can't think of one <laughs> because there for anybody that's unaware, um, Beast Wars twenty fifth anniversary is coming up. Um, and there's a lot of new canon like Transformers and Beast Wars stuff yeah. that's entering different media, so it's uh, it's interesting and. It didn't occur to either one of us when we started Too Much Energon last year that this year was the 25th anniversary of Beast Wars. And then, meanwhile, and then, lo and behold, two months into doing Too Much Energon, they're like, hey, we're coming out with new Beast Wars toys. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And then they're like, oh, there's going to be a new Beast Wars cartoon, Beast Wars related cartoon on Netflix next year. And I'm like, what? This was Christopher's first... um... Christopher and I first uh, podcast too. He yeah. was like, "Fuck it, man, let's do it." And when we started that, we thought it was going to be so obscure. I mean, it's yeah. not like we're popular, <laughs> but we thought it was going to be so obscure. And like, who the fuck? Like, we didn't know anything about like a, the community or anything. It is no, not, not obscure. Holy no. shit! <laughs> no, and nope. uh, our our downloads for that show have like skyrocketed recently. So people are like tweeting about us about this show too. Um, yeah, would have never believed it when we started it. So, too much energy is a lot of fun. Check that show out. Even if you don't like Beast Wars, you can listen to I'm me and Cal talk about time, fucking eye lasers. Most of the time, we don't like Beast Wars. So. <laughs> Especially lately. Um, yeah. Anyone out Patreon. Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. We have we a didn't... Patreon account. We didn't break for a Patreon ad. Oh, well, this, oh. this, this episode's long enough as it is. That's yeah. true. Yeah, patreon.com we'll slash patreon.com slash lasercomb for $2. You get our eternal gratitude, which is the greatest gift of all, and access to our Discord server where we record all of these shows. That's right. And for $5, yes. you get that as well as bonus outtake audio. Like today, I swear we talked for like an hour and a half about random shit sometimes we, we do that before we even yeah. started like talk recording the uh the episode of this show so if you want to hear us talk about all manner of things week in and week out even more so than we do on this show yeah uh, check that out um yeah patreon.com slash laser laser comb anyway <clears throat> that i think that about does it this week you got about does it yeah i've been one of your hosts christopher siege I am another host, NeoCal. And I've been your final host, AP Snidler. And until next week. That's a nice day. Right back at ya. Uh, well, I'd say this plan's fair dinkum. Bear, I'm Australian. See? <laughs> 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 See? <laughs> uh, oh, my God.